For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thursday, April 23rd edition of the show. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And this is NFL Draft Day. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! We finally got something live to talk about, and I cannot wait for anybody that has not been over to our website or ever watched this show before. You can find us at winningcureseverything.com. You can find the show on a ton of different platforms. Twitch, Periscope, those are both Gary WCE uh, is where you can find us. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. That is Winning Cures Everything at those platforms. And we've got the podcast out. This one will be up rather quickly because I don't imagine it's going to be a super long show. Not a lot to discuss because we are doing... A live show. That's You're right. going to get at least two hours of us tonight. You got that right. We're doing a live stream this evening with our buddies from the West Slot Pirates. They are a Northwestern Big Ten podcast, and they are some very knowledgeable dudes. They are a lot of fun. We, uh, we went up to Chicago to visit them for the Northwestern Ohio State game uh, back in the fall. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, and yeah, we do this basically every year. It's, uh, it's always entertaining, always a good time. We cannot... Wait, it's going to be a friggin' blast. Uh, first things first, let's go ahead and talk about the, uh, I guess this is the biggest news of the day, maybe? Um, it, I mean, it is. It's a big deal. I mean, coronavirus talk has subsided a lot lately, and it's become basically predictions of when we can get back to normal life. And obviously, like everything in this world that we hate has become politicized, yes. but we can get back to the basis of why we're all locked up right now is yeah, people, Todd McShay. Yeah, people are still catching it. Uh, Todd is, McShay is, tested positive and, and is recovering at home. Yeah. So it, it's and not going to be a part of the, 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 the broadcast tonight, which I mean, this is the first time in what, 10 years at least. Yeah, maybe I mean, longer? he's been, he's, this is, this is his baby. It's, it's tough in the sense of, so think of this as forget what this thing is and think of it as, you know, any other virus, sickness, whatever. When you're Mel Kuyper, when you're Todd McShay, he has a Todd wears a lot of hats. Okay. He's at least oh, yeah. a sideline guy for college football, every ESPN, covers a game every week, whatever. But this is what he works for all year. And to get sick and miss the one thing he's like hired to do yes is tough it's, it's tough yeah it's it's painful it's you it what, what's the the cliche slogan right the uh, or the catchphrase it's you hate to see it uh this one we yeah. actually do hate to see it because yeah yeah no this we is what he does. do you know, yeah i, I mean, mean you know that's... he's got what like 10 different mock drafts that he's done i mean all sorts of stuff uh michael jumped in on twitch he said what's up guys merry draft day 
right. yeah. So I, I mean, our thoughts are obviously with Todd McShay. Apparently, yeah. he's doing okay. Uh, he right. had a, a rough bout of it, but he is recovering. He's at home. He's not going to be able to go tonight. Uh, so you know, I mean, the broadcast is definitely going to be. Di- it was already going to be different anyway. But you were at least, if you were going to watch ESPN, you were going to have, you know, at least the voices, at least the people that you're used to hearing. And now, what uh, one of those is not going to be around. So, I don't uh, don't like that. Matt jumped in on YouTube. He said, "What's up?" For anybody that is watching the show, the chat is up on the screen. Your chat will come across to the rest of the viewers. Everybody will get to see it. Again, we're on a ton of different platforms. So. Make sure you get your chats in. We want to hear your thoughts on everything that is going on. Let's uh let's move off of Todd McShay. Let's talk about your boy Tommy. Tampa Brady, Tampa Bay, Tom whatever. Uh he's down in Tampa and he was going over to Byron Leftwich's house apparently. And he mistakenly entered the wrong home. Now the story is he like we talked yesterday with TJ Reeves about him being cited or almost cited by a city employee for he was cited he was cited was he yeah. okay yeah uh, he was Mc, cited. mckinnon jumped in he's uh he said he's back boys so absolutely hopefully all of you guys will join us this evening it's going to be a good time but tom was cited for going out and working out and practicing in a uh in a park that yeah, was a park that was closed down yeah that was closed down that was locked off so you've got that happening and then Tom planned to enter the home of Byron Leftwich. He was going to go over to his new offensive coordinator's house, you know, meet him, hang out, whatever. I'm sure Byron said, "Hey, when you get here, just come in." Probably, that, sure probably. That's happened. I've told. I tell. Literally, when we do the podcast in person, I'm already upstairs, and I just text you, "Just walk in, just walk in." Everybody in my house is closed. They know you. Just come on in because I'm not stopping what I'm doing, running downstairs just to let you in. Yeah, come in the house. Yeah, that, that's that's my guess. So he just walks into somebody's house. Just walks, he just walks right in. And yeah. uh, my, damn, Michael, wrong house. Michael on Twitch said Tom Brady pulled the Chad Kelly. He said minus all the drugs and being beat by a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. That is too good. Oh, so yeah. So let me ask you this: You're the guy that he walks into your house. See, you and I are going to respond differently. How do you respond? Well, let me tell you how the guy responded. Okay. He said, holy shit, he's in my house. (laughs) I respond like, hey, like Tom Brady, this is awesome. You know, that's that's how I would do. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Matt said, who would be freaked out if Tom Brady's in their house? I think my initial reaction would be, yeah, I'm a little freaked out because there's no knock or anything. He just walked in the house. Yeah, I might initially be a little freaked out, but once I realize who it is, like, there's no threat there. You can definitely tell he's in the nice area of Florida. Yes. There are other areas of Florida where a strange man walks into a house, and it's, you know, wrong there's, house, man. There's other areas in Florida where the door is locked. So oh, Yeah, know. yeah, you're right. Most, most of the, those places, the doors are locked. Yeah. Yeah, you're, uh, yeah. you're right about that. So I'd... I, I would um, immediately invite him in and... Within hours, my house would probably be surrounded oh, because yeah. he's not leaving. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, we're, we're going to be best friends. This is one of those situations where I'm Googling <laughs> what Cosby used to, to drug his people. Oh, my God. And I'm not going <laughs> to rape the guy, 
but he ain't going nowhere. But he ain't going like, anywhere. You're going to hang we're, out with we're me. Best, we're best friends now. Oh, you're going to Byron's house? He lives next door? I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, no, you no, we're, we're this is No, this is fate. It's brought us together. I'm sorry. Matt said this. Matt said that's like some people's fantasy, to have Tom Brady impregnate their wife to have super babies. <laughs> there was a movie about that. It wasn't a great movie, but there was an entire movie about that. What movie was that? Ted. Oh my God! You're right. You're right. Okay. Come yeah. On. Come I'm on. I'm sorry, man. That's been, that's a long time. That's the C-list works of Mark Wahlberg. Dude, Come that's on. Been, that's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that's uh. Oh, Matt said Ted two. Ted two. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Ted two. Yeah. Yeah. It McKinnon, was so good the first time they made a second one. McKinnon said, I'd feel bad for pointing a gun at TB12, but then again, be careful about which door you walk in. That's a, that's somebody that's from Memphis right there. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, you, you don't live yeah. on the nice side of, of yeah. whatever island this is that these guys live on. That's what Michael said. Yeah, apparently, I not locking your doors is pretty normal. Yeah, apparently in this area. Uh, Michael said, yeah, I would have gotten some tickets or gear for sure, probably both. Yeah, yeah something. Something. Um, but, yeah, that was – a very interesting story on draft day for sure. Uh, everybody had a good laugh with that, I, I would imagine. Uh, but it, there's no, you know, there's I appreciate nothing else about the fact it. that he laughs at himself about it. You know, I mean, he tweeted the article out that came out by TMZ, and and was like, first, it, you know, I'm cited for trespassing, and now a little breaking and entering. You know, getting getting. <laughs> Getting good and used to the justice system of Florida. I, I appreciate anybody who can be self-deprecating and laugh at themselves. Yeah. I'm good with. I, I can't handle people that are so serious that they wouldn't find any of this funny at all. That's a, the homeowner was David Kramer. Let me here's they've got the full story up at ESPN. It said, "Is uh, he famous? Should we know his name?" No, 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 no. Okay, I, uh, you you said that like I should know him, and I was no, no, like no. I. I don't know him. Should Not I Google him? Not at all. Uh, he said, I'm right. sitting here, and I see this big shadow come up to my front door. I hear my doorknob turning, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, who's coming in my house? I literally was just Amazon guy there. getting ballsy. <laughs> yeah, he said, and I watched <laughs> this tall guy just walk in my house. Uh, Kramer said he had left the front door unlocked because he's selling his home and had multiple people over to see his property that day, uh, but he wasn't expecting company at this point. Uh, Brady was carrying duffel bags, and he dropped them on the floor as he looked up at Kramer. He goes, oh, those duffel bags are mine now. Possesses nine-tenths of a law. <laughs> I love this man. Those bags are mine. Kramer, yeah. Kramer they said, are mine. Uh, yeah, Kramer said uh, he goes, how's it going, man? And sarcastically, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, dude. He said he looked at me with the most confused face. I'll never forget it for the rest <laughs> of my life. He goes, am I in the wrong house? And I said, I think so, but who are you looking for? Where are you supposed to be? And he said, is this Byron's house? <laughs> He said Brady immediately apologized before darting out the door. Like, <laughs> so here's what's here's what's crazy. Okay, if you live next door to Byron Leftwich, you have to know that you live next door to Byron Leftwich, right? You would think so, but I mean, some of these compounds are just no, no. no but Byron nasty. Leftwich does not live in a compound. All right, he probably lives yeah. in a very nice house, but there's a reason Tom Brady walked over there. And walked in the wrong house is because I don't probably think pretty it's close like to go. going from the MGM Grand to the Bellagio, where yeah, it's next door, but it's six blocks. Okay, I, I don't think that happens. I, I could be wrong. Leftwich could live in a compound, but I don't. I don't think so. I'm a little surprised right. that Leftwich wasn't going over to his house. 
Nah, hey man, Tom's a regular dude. Wants to get out, get to know the family, get to know his his, his guy he's working with. I I'm, guess, I'm yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's just a normal guy. Um, he's just he's just a rich normal guy. But he's he's always been. It's so hard to see Tom as the everyman because he's everything every man wants, and but his personality is just normal dude more than almost anybody that we've seen come through the NFL and play as long as he has and be the biggest star that he was. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think, I don't know. I would find it hard if, if one of the Tampa Bay bucks, any of them walked into my house, if Bruce Arians walks into my house, I would, my immediate thought would be Byron's the next door down. Like, I don't have to ask questions. I'm not really confused about it because I know I live next door to Byron and Bruce didn't come into my house to hang out. Yeah. I didn't invite him over. If Tom Brady, he knows who Tom is. He knows who the Tampa Bay Bucks are, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I would just I would just find it hard. Like, would it be a little shocking? Sure. It'd be a little weird at first. But pretty quickly, I think I'd put two and two together. Hey, Byron's one door over. This is a pretty funny story. You know, can I get a picture? You know, can I get an autograph? Can I shake your hand? I know we're social distancing, but I'm touching you. You're in my house. I'm touching you. The, the last thing that Kramer told ESPN was, uh, people make fun of me because I played the lottery, but somebody has to win the lottery. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Michael said, uh, odds, he was a little buzzed. I don't think he was buzzed at all. He was going to a, a coach's house. Uh, he no, said, not him. Maybe Kramer. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. You're not day drinking in Florida? I'm day drinking in I mean, Florida. I, especially in Florida. Yeah, we day drink today. Yeah. In Mississippi. I, I didn't today. I haven't started yet. I hadn't had time to pour my drink yet, but I will. I found a pint you, of Crown you, in my in my you, closet, by the way. You drinking at 4.30 is not day drinking, sir. I know it stays daylight until 8 o'clock here, <laughs> but that's not day drinking. Day drinking is it's 11 a.m. and I ain't got shit to do. Wait, and I, Here's the deal, though. I'm still working. Popping open a Coors Light and I'm hitting the day. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Cutting some grass. Uh, Michael said, I guess I grow up in different areas, but I would never leave my front door unlocked. Yeah, that, that's because you live in different areas. Uh, you live in different areas. I, I will tell you that I, I I don't live in, like, like super affluent. Like, we don't have a gate or anything. But I live in a normal neighborhood in Olive Branch. And, and like, our, our door's unlocked all, all day. We lock it at night, obviously. Yeah. I go around and lock all the doors. But I have to go around and lock all the doors because I know – they all got unlocked at some point in time throughout the day and they're just open. Yeah. Like, and I live at home with two kids and a wife and nobody's coming into my house. I mean, it's just, yeah. we don't have people walking by and, you know, knocking on doors and, what was and the, we're home all day. Have you seen the new Chris D'Elia thing? Uh, no. uh, the stand up on Netflix. I think it's called no, no pain. I've, I've got my kids stay open till mi- awake until midnight. I've watched zero adult television Good. for the last two weeks. Uh, he, it so drives me insane, by the way. I'm not bitter about that at all. And Chris D'Elia said, uh, you know, uh, John Lennon was killed, you know, because he was changing the world. And uh, JFK was killed because he was changing the, the country. And all these people that are killed are, like, killed for a reason. He said, if somebody shot me, I would have no idea why. Like, <laughs> like I'd, I'd look at the guy that shot me and be like, why? Like, why would you do this? Um Let's see. Michael said you can't day drink unless you start in the morning. Matt said if Jameis Winston walked into my house, I would hide the crab legs. So, (laughs) 
Listen, as much as I mock Jameis, I don't want him to be my quarterback. I think the guy is an asshole and a rapist. Let's get that on record. He's probably a good hang, though. I mean, likely, yeah. He'd be really annoying, but like, you'd get drunk and tell some stories. You got that right. You got that right. Our boy Felica's on uh, on college game day right now on ESPN. Look at that. What's college game day talking about? What are they doing? They're just talking about the draft. So they're they're all in different locations. Yeah, he's getting he's he's dead center, like dead center. He should be. He's the bear. (laughs) Oh, he is the bear, and he's the best man. Love the bear. He, uh, I'm hoping we'll have him on next week. So his his schedule got a little crazy this week, but we'll uh we'll get him on eventually. Eventually. That's all right. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and talk about this uh this NFL draft. So tonight, obviously, starting at 8 p.m. Central Time with the Westlot Pirates boys, we will be going live right here, just like we are, and um, and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. I am curious your thoughts on what we know. Thus far, the Dolphins tried to trade up with the Lions. They have been uh, harassing the Bengals. So I think the people they're bothering right now is they want they want Burrow. I yeah. think they want Burrow bad. They there are reports that they have been calling and calling and calling, and the Bengals won't even answer the phone anymore. Like we've already heard your offers, we've said our piece, and we're not doing it. Yeah, and I respect what the Bengals are doing. I kind of respect the game of the Dolphins be like, no, I'm just not taking no. I got a lot of assets, and your team sucks. Yeah. Like, you can't say no to this, or else you'll get fired as a GM in a couple of years if all these guys turn into stars, and Burrow's good but not great. You'll get fired. And it's just one of those things where, I, you know, I respect the play. It, it's, it's interesting. If you were the Bengals, would you make a deal? I made it clear before. I think the Bengals have a lot of problems, a lot of holes. I love Burrow. I think this draft is loaded. And if you gave me three, all three of your first rounders this year and and one next year, I would take it because I'm basically getting three first rounders. Yeah, you're getting four picks, but you're giving up a pick. Yeah. Um. And and I I think this draft alone, I just think there's just you really can if you hit right. You can change your fortune on on one side of the ball completely, maybe not quarterback, but if you just drafted an offensive lineman, receiver, and 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 you know, a stud defensive player, you could go a long way with changing the direction of your team forever. Uh McGinnon said odds they try to throw all three first rounders at somebody to move up. Uh, no, I well, think the they only did. person that you would throw all those two would be for Burrow. Yeah. That you would not spend all three of your first rounders for anybody else in this draft. No. Nobody no else has that value. And the Dolphins also are still not just a quarterback away from being great. Yeah. They need a lot of help. Uh, yeah. They need more I, offensive I, line help. I love Burrow. And I, I kind of wish it would happen because I think, I think Miami is a more stable. Here's the thing both programs have have shown that they're not good at football and they're not great. Yeah. They're not yeah. well ran. Here's the difference. I trust Brian Flores so much more than I trust this guy that is literally two years younger than you and me. Like th- there's nobody I know personally that I think could do that job. All right. Yeah, I, and when I, I see somebody who's like 35 years old, I'm thinking, what the hell is that guy doing? Really? Two years ago, nobody my age could have done this job. Yeah. This guy didn't know what the hell he's doing. He got that job because he was 
he literally spent enough time to get the axe body spray of Sean McVay on him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You smell like Sean. You look like Sean. You get the job. Michael said, it's uh, just a terrible way to hire people. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Michael said, if you're the Bengals, you have to keep listening though. I'd take everything they got and let their GM be on the hot seat. Yeah. Yep. I mean, oh, I, that's, that's what, what you're I'm telling about. you. If you no GM would ever get fired, you could take all four of those first round picks hit on two and miss on two 50%, which first round is usually 30% uh, bust rate. So, so let's say you bust 50%, but you hit 50%, 50-50 on those four picks right there. You're not going to get fired. You're going to greatly change the influence of your team going forward, and, and, you, can, and you can still kind of grow and whatever. If you turn all that down and Burrow's not the guy, you're done. You're done and you lost your job. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. Um, so the Dolphins and the Bengals, we obviously talk about that. There was talk about the Dolphins possibly moving up to the number three pick to take a tackle. Um, I don't, I, the longer this goes, I don't think the Lions are trading out of the third spot. I, I think they're going to take Okuda, uh, and the betting lines show, uh, that right now. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought, think, I think that's a bad move by them. Deal the pick. Uh, not, I, this is not an Okuda pick. You know my take on cornerbacks, though. They're extremely hard to grade from college to the pros. They just are. Yeah. And and I would take a defensive tackle. You need defense. I would take Brown from Auburn over Acuna all day long because it's safe. What? But it's do you, I mean, just safe. And is you he know worth the I number feel? three pick? I mean, because it, 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 why? Why, why not? not? Well, well but, no, trade the pick. Trade the damn pick. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Trade the pick if it's Brown. like, Or if it's Akuda. Either one. Like, either one either of those one guys you can get. Either but, one trade the pick. I, I wouldn't take – you know me, though. If you're not a quarterback or an elite-level wide receiver, I'm taking a trench guy. On the left or the right, I'm either taking a linebacker or, or a defensive lineman or an edge rusher, or I'm taking an offensive lineman. That's it. Yeah. That's, those are the only positions I'm taking in the top 15 picks of the draft. Yep. That's the list. I ain't touching anything else because nothing else matters when it comes to really win. You could find DBs. You can find cornerbacks. You, you can got that right. find uh, um, uh, running backs. You can find these other positions. Offensive linemen, really hard to find. Great defensive linemen can change franchises. Yeah. Even Are more right? than edge rushers, by the way. Historically, a great D lineman can plug a hole and make mediocre edge rushers put up – just gross numbers. I, I think that's why Washington is not going to trade out of that two spot because they understand exactly what the value of Chase Young is. Right? Uh, see, if I was them, I'd trade it. Or if, to be honest, if I was Washington, I would take two at two. I mean, that's just the truth. That's the truth. Really? Yeah, I really would. I thought about it. The more I thought about it all week, because he's, he's what I want in a quarterback, which is his ceiling is unbelievable. And I think if he's going to be a bust, you know, in two or three years. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get stuck with him for, for two contracts. I'm just not. Yeah. By the time his rookie deal is over, I'm going to know am I out on this guy or not. Yeah, and if they go point. into the season with Dwayne Haskins as their quarterback, I think it's an utter failure. So do you – so – All right, so what are your thoughts on Tua then? I mean, have they completely changed here? No, I've always been on the fact that his injury risk worries me. Right, but, but it, I like so, 
Do you, but I, do you but think you know you'll stop five? I don't want to be. I'll tell you this. I wouldn't touch any of the. I, I would take Love or I'd take Tua if I couldn't have Burrow. I wouldn't touch anybody else because I don't see boom or bust. Yeah. I only see safe. And at quarterback, that's not what I want. Defensive tackle, you could be safe. Offensive tackle, you could be safe. And those guys might not be Joe Thomas, but but they could be really good for a while and, and be serviceable and be fine. Yeah. At quarterback, I don't want that. Only elite quarterbacks win Super Bowls unless the rest of the team is loaded. And that's just really hard to ever have. Especially in a hard gap league. Yeah. Those those Tampa Bay teams, they they were they were able to put together a crazy talented team and win once with Brad Johnson. Trent yeah. Dilfer, one time. It, well, it's and, crazy and football was different Ravens, back then. Like I'll tell you this. It's crazy that the Ravens were able to do it twice. Yeah. They had two average quarterbacks and, and, and they were years. able to build just disgustingly talented yeah, teams years apart around those guys. I mean, it, years it's apart. Not, no, 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 because when that happens, that falls apart immediately. Yeah. That is the kind of team that wins a Super Bowl or loses a Super Bowl. And then they never make the playoffs again for five, six years. It was, it was like uh, the Seahawks recently. So recently, yeah, yeah, all those defensive guys were so and they went to back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, all those defensive guys so loaded on that team, and then they all hit contracts, and you just can't keep them all forever. Yeah. the the cap is is too ridiculous. I um, just want Boomer bust out of my quarterback. I I don't I don't want to be sitting with the 14th best quarterback at any point in time. I'd rather the guy be 32. I'd rather the guy be 28, and me know in three years. I'm drafting another guy and I'm moving on or I'm getting one in free agency. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not playing this game of middle of the road QB play that that guy has to hit. And I'm now sold on the fact that if two would bust because of injuries or for whatever his, uh, you know, red flags and abilities are because guys have come out of college. We thought we're going to be elite and electric and just flamed out for whatever reason. If he bust, I don't think it's going to take five, ten years to find that out. No, I, I think, think you can, you'll can. you know that in two years, really. I, th- um, I think we're going to know quickly. Uh, McKinnon jumped in on Facebook, and it, it, he, he kind of mirrors what you were saying. For some god-awful reason, the NFL is obsessed with taking cornerbacks early. I know they're valuable, but Chris is 100% right. It's too hard to grade from college to pros. Your quarterbacks, receivers, and linemen change the game more than any corner except for the greatest of the greats. Personally, I would draft a solid safety before a corner because it's much easier to compare. You agree with that? But but even I'll tell you, even at safety, as much as you know, I've I've loved some safeties in there. But these are Hall of Fame guys. Yeah. When you look at any secondary player, any secondary player, we've had in the last couple of drafts, Mike Lombardi came up with this stat or whatever. You had 28 of them drafted. Out of the 28, 16 made it to their second contract. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Right. That's insane. And some of those guys are literally guys that got taken last year. That's in that number. And you can't, you don't know how long they're going to be good or not. Yeah. You're, uh, I mean, you're 100% right. I just think right. it's really hard to do. And I don't know why you'd spend a third pick overall on it. Not that the guy's not talented and he won't change your franchise, but why the hell take him at three? It, it, see, that's the thing. I, I wonder. If some of the deals sometimes are not good enough to move up, and you don't want to take anybody else there, like you don't feel like anybody else can change your my, your franchise. My issue, my issue is if you think you're a cornerback away from winning the Super Bowl, you've you've misevaluated your team. I, yeah, I could be wrong. 
I could be wrong. I just think you've misevaluated your team. I think there are enough holes in that defense in 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 Detroit to where I, give me a guy that plays in the trench because that guy can play for a hell of a lot longer. Also, he could get old and slow and still be big and strong. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily be fast to be a defensive I think tackle. Brown, and people, because he's a defensive tackle, people criticize him because he doesn't have big sack numbers. Well, Fletcher Cox yeah. never sacks the quarterback. Yeah, you're not going to have, he's, but you can disrupt everybody. He's been a monster in the league for seven, eight years. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I think he was the backbone of that Eagle Super Bowl. The backbone. It wasn't Foles. It was that defense and all those edge rushers. Nobody knows who those guys are. None of those guys were big star names. You know why they got free? Because that guy took three people to hold him up. Yeah. Because he's a monster in the middle. Yeah. I just, you're right. I just believe that's the right way to play football. It could be past our time. I could be wrong. I don't do this for a living. I just think give me a guy that plays at that position. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100%. 100%. Build the trenches and then you go from there. Um, Let's move on a little bit. Adam Schefter, let's let's keep talking about that third pick. Uh, Adam Schefter reported earlier that the Jaguars had been on the phone with the Lions about that number three pick. Uh, if you were the Jags, who are you moving up for? I told you before, I don't think you should move up for anything other than a quarterback. Um, I, I to, to try to pretend like I know what some of these guys are thinking, I got no idea, man. I mean, the only guy I could think you would move up for would be Tua. That's the only thing that I'm thinking. Because that's also a team that, I mean, I do think that you could take a left tackle, you could take a defensive lineman, and those guys could be in your organization as staples for 10 years, okay? Yeah. I get that there's insane value there. Unless they think, hey, we've gone defense, 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 defense the last several years, I I could see somebody moving up for one of these receivers – I but really could. Three. I mean, TJ TJ brought up the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Atlanta moved up for Julio Jones with my Browns a couple of years back, several years ago. And A, that doesn't hurt my feelings as a Browns fan because Julio Jones wouldn't have changed our franchise. All right. I no. I assure you of that. We've had good receivers. That ain't the problem. No, that's definitely um, not the problem. And he and he absolutely did change Atlanta's franchise. I I do believe that. Maybe that's one of those things where they say, okay, let's get some weapons. Let's let's get some talent and let's see, you know, can Minshew Mania be a thing? And let's build around this cat. I don't know the answer. I got no idea. I, I will tell you a couple of front office guys have told some of the media guys that cover the NFL, all these mock drafts are so far from being, don't be surprised if so many things are wrong. Okay, we're just penciling in certain things that we know is going to happen, and like the Okunia thing, whatever. History doesn't tell you cornerbacks get taken with the third pick overall. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't. But every mock draft in the world has it happening, and we all just assume it's going to happen. Now they might all have that because they have intel from the Lions. Okay, that that yeah. could be good, solid reporting. But I don't know that, and we live in a world where. One guy makes a mock draft, says they have inside information, and everybody takes that report and makes all their claims based off that, and then everybody is wrong. Yeah. No, you're you're dead on about that. Dead on. Uh, let me catch up on some of these comments here. Uh, Michael said, I don't understand the thinking and taking cornerbacks early. 
but thankfully Cleveland did a couple of years ago and Denver got Chubb out of it. Yeah. I know. No. Um, oh, ask ask Gary how I felt about that whole draft right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I, you, you were We had two picks that I could have changed the franchise for the next 10 years with those two picks. And instead they absolutely go. absolutely changed it forever. Yeah, instead they went quarterback and quarterback. I mean, just yeah. just ridiculous. And, just and I don't know that Ward's not a stud, okay? Ward's no, he's been good. Looked like he was the goods, but then he immediately got hurt. And and I just when a skill player, everything about their value is all their speed, yeah. all their speed. And can they come back from injury? Yeah, but are they a step slower every time they come back from an injury? Yeah. So, so therefore, you've diminished their value the older they get, really fast. Oh yeah. I mean, it's and with big defensive linemen or linebackers, they can you play don't forever. Have middle linebackers more than edge rushers. Yeah, you just don't have that. And if you told me I could have walked out of there with with uh, uh, Roquan Smith and Bradley Chubb, oh yeah, your defense would be set for 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 the next ten years. Yeah, Miles Garrett and those three guys. Yeah, I'm 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 good. I don't care what the we can figure the secondary out. You know why? Yeah. Tom Brady, eighteen and zero. Can't win a Super Bowl. Why? Because he can't throw the ball when he's on his ass. Yeah, you're right. Don't matter who the DBs are, man. We uh, we got some new listeners in. Sir Dobby on YouTube said, can't wait to see where uh, AGG from Liberty goes. That's Antonio Gandy-Golden, uh, 100%. That kid is a freaking stud. He, yeah. he is. He's going to be a second, third rounder, maybe even fourth rounder, but he can fly. Like the yeah, kid he's is got unreal. speed, man. Woo, speed. Uh, and then Frank Deisler jumped in on Periscope. He said, Dolphins number one pick. We we went over that already a little bit. You can go back and watch when uh, when we get finished. But yeah, I'd we, love to I, see it because I, don't I think trust it's Flores. I trust Flores with him more than I trust the Bengals or Zach Taylor and that bunch. It, I saw Zach Taylor on uh, on Sports Center earlier. Man, let me tell you, that guy looks like a child. Like <laughs> it's so ridiculous because he is a child. Gary. I know he's like thirty one years old, right? Like it's oh. It it just it felt weird. He was he just had like the goofy. Would you grin let your and, brother run an NFL franchise? No, no chance, no chance. No, I mean, I just, no. He's a smart kid. No, he's still a kid. No. And see, I'd say that knowing that like Zach Kleiman, the Memphis Grizzlies VP of whatever, he's he's the acting general manager, completely reshaped uh, reshaped that franchise. Like he's Hang super on, smart whoa, about making front, deals. Front front, front office, office is different. Are not though. head coach guys. I know head coach has to be in a locker room and he has to look at a thirty-something-year-old grown-ass man. All right, yeah. a twenty-eight-year-old athlete is is like a forty-two-year-old man. Okay, oh, hundred percent. And he has to look him in the eyes and tell him when he's doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Schefter, Zach, Zach Taylor is doing that. Uh. Schefter, by the way, just tweeted 30 minutes ago, in response to any speculation that Tampa could trade O.J. Howard, Buccaneers GM Jason Light said today, we're excited about having O.J. Howard play with Rob Gronkowski. Why wouldn't you want to have as many weapons at that position as we can? We have an excellent tight end group right now. That sounds like a guy who has been trying to move somebody for over and, a year yep. and can't do it, and now he's got to say, "We weren't trying to move you. Come on, like, back in the don't get be back upset. in. You got to be, you got to be good for us. Got to be good for us. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Matt said they find these diamond young guys and then try to replicate it over and over. Yeah, I could I could see that. 
I could see that. Well, no, Let's, no, this the Zach Taylor is not a diamond young guy. That was we went through one offseason where everybody just wanted anybody who's washed Sean McVay's jock. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're trying to replicate all these. If the NFL they would have hired the first female head coach ever if they could have gotten one of his ex girlfriends. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Just, they, yeah, I don't know what right. happened, but GMs just went nuts one off season and thought this one guy is not just a genius, but if you spend five minutes with him having dinner, you now get by osmosis his genius. Yeah, you get a job. You get a job. We got like six or seven head coaches from his coaching tree, and he's only been a coach for like four years. Yeah, I I don't understand Andy this Reed stuff. and Bill Belichick have been doing this for decades, and they don't have the amount of people in the league head coaching right now as Sean McVay. That's it. They got rings. Sean done. And Sean, yeah, it's I was going to say Bowl. Sean ain't got a ring. It's just, God, I don't, it's. I think the guy's really smart. I really do. I don't think just because you were friends with him or you worked with him is a. It's it's not a resume bill. It just doesn't. It's it's not a credential. No. It's, it it's is not. most certainly not. It is most certainly not. Um, let's go through. Uh, let's see. So Carolina at seven, Arizona at eight. Uh, who who would you imagine Arizona goes after? They got to go after an offensive lineman, right? I don't. I got no. I mean, I, got, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, could they go after one of these other wide receivers? Just say the hell with it. Kyler can move. He's fast. We don't need to block oh, gosh. him. Just I, let's just get let's just get dudes down the field. Uh, what about your brownies at ten? I, I want them to take an O-lineman. I, you know what? I, I don't – I think that team is really good the way it is built. I, so long as they got I, the right guy that's uh, that's running everything, right? We, we need a trigger man. We need a trigger man. I don't think you're going to get one in this draft. Well, no, I wouldn't take – if I don't get Burrow, I wouldn't take a quarterback. Right. Out of all these quarterbacks, I would just stay away. I really would. This is one of the drafts where I think there are tons of talent. If I could get multiple picks in this draft and punt backwards – Give me lots of bites at this apple. Because yep. I think this the first round and second round of this draft, I believe, is more loaded than most any draft we have seen. We haven't seen this many offensive linemen be this high of prospects. Every couple of years, we get one or two guys that we think can be a real good offensive lineman in the league. And, and that's it. We haven't seen this many elite-level wide receivers ever in the history of the game. No, you're right okay. about that. Yeah, I, And I think college football, cornerbacks, linebackers um, are just getting so much better than they've ever been in the past that they, they just know the game so well and the, the level of athlete that they are coming into the NFL far better than they've ever been. I, I just think give me all those dudes, and if you're not the right trigger man, I just don't want to take one. I yeah. just don't. I'm going to pass. I'm going to punt. Give me more picks. And I'll be good. Yeah. Burrow's the only one that I would take, and, and if he turns out to be the goods, if he turns out to be Marino and, and, and he could change the fortune of the Bengals, then, then was he worth turning down all of those draft picks? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I can believe that. But uh, that doesn't happen very often, by the way. I know you're right about that. I, I do have two questions to ask you before we get out of here. Um, Dallas is picking at 17. Matt Mosley, who is a radio guy in Dallas, uh, has written for ESPN.com, FoxSports.com, all sorts of stuff. Um, he is reporting that Jerry Jones has asked his scouting department not to disturb him during tonight's draft. And I don't know if that is legit or not, 
uh, or if he knows exactly who he wants and he's going to go get that guy and telling everybody else to leave him alone because it, I, I did read a report. I don't know if it was from that guy that Jerry Jones will be drafting alone tonight. How do you feel about it? I, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to be, I will tell you this. We're waiting an hour in the draft before we go live. I will not be listening to what you guys are saying if we are live by the time the Cowboys pick his own. I oh, will they, be, yeah. We'll be live by the time the Cowboys pick I will be my line. Draft. I will be turning up the television, and I will be very captive watching Jerry make this decision. He's the one guy that I'm more interested in, A, because if anybody's going to screw up this technology thing, It'll be it's going to be Jerry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, he's the reason they did the mock draft, and he's the one that screwed up the mock draft on pick one. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. Uh, finally, last one I want to ask you about. Uh, your Patriots are at twenty three. This is the earliest they've drafted really in in long time. Long time. Um, well, I mean, what do they do here? Uh, I really I, I've heard know. that they I mean, are they're tied in with with Jake Fromm, but that's going to be like a third round pick. Uh, you don't think so? Um, I don't think. No, I, mean, I don't know what they're going to do after the first round. Okay. Now, what, what do you feel about the first round? I, I really, to be honest, I think Bill's going to. I think Bill's going to trade out of it. I mean, we went like seven years and only had two or three first-round picks ever because Bill just punts back and punts back and he punts back and he punts back. And that's just the way he's always ran every draft. Well, he gets gets more bites of the apple, right? They've got As 12 picks As a Patriot fan, draft night is one of the most bo- – it's the reason that I, I've, I've got this yin and yang love in the NFL. During the season, I love my Patriots. During the offseason, I'm really glad I've got the Browns. Oh yeah, because they're fun on draft night, and Bill is awful on draft night. Yeah. He's just frustrating, annoying, old man Bill. Okay, he's yeah. deadpan. He's gonna give you nothing, and he's probably gonna punt on the first round. And therefore, you spent the entire night watching this one night of drafting, and you don't get anything. Yeah, that's a, there were a lot of people speculating they could end up taking Jordan Love. I don't buy that for no, a second. he won't. He won't take quarterback in the first round. No, that, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. I know, uh, I will tell you this. I've seen a couple of mock drafts where they take Swift. I swear to God, if he takes another running back in the first round. Another Georgia the running fact back? That I don't like Swift. If they take a running back in the first round, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be furious. Because they're supposed to be smarter than that. We have but, too many damn running backs on the team. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> I, to be the best-ran organization that we've ever seen in the history of sports, they draft four. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. It's I mean, really, like, really bad. Not okay, not sometimes good, sometimes bad. Overall, across the board, real bad. That's Go back on their drafts five years later, not a lot of them are great. No, you're right. But they but they get more bites at the apple. They right. uh you know right. they, they have a ton and they of more develop picks. players. They they find diamonds in the rough. Yes. They develop. The problem is we're not going to have the off season for undrafted guys to show their stuff and for them to take advantage of that. I don't think we're going to get that this year, which I think is going to hurt bad for teams like the, uh, uh, the Patriots. Yeah, I think you're probably I think it's going right. to hurt them real bad because Bill's good about if he gets you in the building, he can see what you can do and what you can't. And he can and, develop a game plan around what you can do. And then say, okay, to, this guy's worth taking, and I get him for a bag of Cheetos because he's undrafted. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be interesting. I, I can't wait to see what they're going to end up doing. Uh, there's talk about Green Bay moving up in the draft. They're at number 30 right now. 
I don't know what Tennessee's going to do. I'm going to guess they'll probably go defense. I think their offense is pretty much figured out at this point. Um, you know, you, you get rid of Jarrell Casey. Uh, I thought that they would have the Clowney stuff figured out by now, but Clowney still hadn't signed. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm, maybe they like take Like I a, said, I'm going to enjoy tonight trying to predict what these guys do. It's I never impossible. like doing. Yeah. I never like doing mock drafts. I just think talking about some hypothetical things, as long as they're meant to be fun and entertaining, I'll, I'll go down those rabbit holes all day long because it's all in good fun. Yeah. Actually trying to predict what these organizations are going to do. It's impossible. I, I just, it's just a fool's errand. These guys who spent their entire year making all these mock drafts and following these guys, the second the first round is over with, all of their year's work gets thrown in a shredder. Yeah. Well, the the best, so there's like a fantasy website where you can go and do a mock draft, and they have professionals that do it, et cetera. The best guy last year got 24 out of 32 picks correct. And, and it wasn't it wasn't like the right guy going in the right spot. He got 24 guys selected correctly. Like, there's just no way to know who's going to go first round and who's not. True, true. Mark, Mark drafters that do this is a guy for the ringer that does it. I forgot his name. I don't know if it's it's one of the Dannys. It's either Danny Heifetz or Danny Kelly, but he's like their draft guru. He said he's done ten mock drafts this year, and the last one he did, he told Kevin Clark. He said, "Listen, on on the best one I had from from years past, I've gotten six right. Yeah, six. Like the guy that got twenty four right. That's." That's, that's just guys. Everybody in the, that's everybody in the world fills out a bracket, and one guy has a perfect bracket to the Elite Eight. Like, right. that's that's everybody in the world filled this damn thing out, thousands of people, and he got 24 right. But go look at the experts. They they get the first couple right, and then after that, they got no idea what the hell Yeah, because doing. somebody's going to trade up for something that's totally one unexpected, if, and everything goes haywire. If the Redskins take Tua, everybody sets their stuff on fire. Yeah. We'll because see. it changes the draft from there. No, you're because right. now because now the Lions could get a king's ransom for Chase Young, or oh, yeah. they could just take Chase Young. Entirely true. And then and then and then everything pushes back from there. Like you just it all kind of goes a little hogwash. No, you're you're right. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait. Again, we're going live tonight, eight p.m. Central Time. That's in less than three hours. I'm gonna go get the boy. I'm gonna go get some pizza. I'm gonna be set up. I'm ready to rock Let and roll. Me- let me let me say this. I, I shared out on Twitter, shared out on Facebook. I love the draft. I love the draft for, for one very reason. I, I've said this to you many times. We made a t-shirt with it. We sold zero of them. But but it's hope is the most dangerous thing you can ever give a man. I believe yeah. that. I believe that with all I have in my heart because all I've had in my entire life is hope. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't born with anything. I wasn't gifted anything. And and I knew that there's hard work and I knew that there was preparation for things. But but in order to really change your life, you got to dream big. You got to have hope. I think as a sports fan, draft night for the NFL, particularly in all the sports, is the most exciting night of the year because after this, you get all the joys of 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 nothing but hope and all positivity. And your team didn't screw anything up. And even if they did, you don't know it yet. You know, yeah. losses don't come for two months. And, and so it's, we, we really get to look at our teams and we get to hold them up on high and we get to say, man, this is going to be, this is now the guys that we're going to war with this year. This is going to be awesome. They have no flaws. 
they are all undefeated. And 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 other people can pick apart your draft, and other people can pick apart your team, and, and fan bases get really def- – we're going to do that. We're going to make fun of teams tonight. Oh, yeah. And fan bases are going to just be so pissed because right now they got hope, and they don't want their hope doused. And it's, it's one of the reasons – it's a philosophical thing where I'm a guy – I'm a man of logic and reason. I want logic and I want reason. But I understand that there's there is a time for just being blind hopeful. It's, we're we're Grizzlies fans. Uh, yeah, ping pong ball night, uh, giraffe lottery night. We were we were just hoping because we were supposed to have the number eight pick. Number right. eight pick, you, you're probably not going to get anything that good at number eight. But there is that hope that the ping pong balls bounce the right way, and you get the right pick. And, and they had to bounce just the right way. Oh, yeah. Because everybody in the world would have wanted one. And I screamed from the rooftops. Uh, yeah, both of us did. We both you wanted don't want one. You you want to. Yeah. You want to. We got our guy. And now we don't we don't really know what's gonna happen in the future with the rosters, with the team, with the organization. Yeah. But we know we got our guy. Oh, we got and our guy. We we love our guy. And there's <laughs> nothing anything can do to change that. You, you are 100% right. 100% right. Tonight is a night of hope. It is a night of goodwill. I can't wait for it. 8 p.m. We'll be right back here. We're doing the damn thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Chris, is there anything else we need to hit? Zip. It was a, a beautiful sentiment you had there. I, I'm glad that you shared that. So, Thanks. we will see you all again here in less than three hours. Go get done what you need to, and then settle down with a couple of brewskis or maybe some uh, some bourbon with us. We are going to have a long, eventful evening, and we cannot wait for it. Make sure you go over to winningcureseverything.com. Subscribe on whatever platform you are watching or listening on. We appreciate you guys for hopping in the chat. Everybody that jumped in on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, uh, all the chats were rocking and rolling today. So make sure you subscribe, share the show out with your boys, tell everybody what's going on, and we will see you all again later this evening. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.